This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. You can reach me at mhs at altamontenterprise.com. I'm talking to Jessica and Kevin Brunk, who build their air castles out of gingerbread. The couple is perfectly matched. Jessica trained in art. Kevin trained as an engineer. The two of them grew up in Gilderland, but it wasn't until they were seated at the same table for a friend's wedding reception that they truly saw each other. The first year they were dating, when Christmas time came, Kevin suggested they make a gingerbread house. Every year since, they've made a new creation, each more elaborate than the one before. One of their largest was of the Brooklyn Bridge, the place where Kevin, who was living in Brooklyn at the time, proposed to Jessica. So we both went to Altamont Elementary School. I'm one year older, so I was a grade ahead. So we really didn't technically get together until 2016 at a friend. No, 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 no. 2013. 2013. Sorry. <laughs> we got married in 2016. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, um, at one of our friend's weddings, I was, my friend was marrying one of her close friends and uh, from the Gilderland area. And uh, we kind of yeah, they seated there. Us, yeah, they seated us at the same table. I love so, this. Yeah. So it was a, <laughs> even though you had been in each other's orbit all these years, yeah. it was took like, a wedding to yeah. bring you together and see and each like other. Our moms are even in book group together. Yeah. And so and like I know and I've know I actually was in um, a class at one point with his sister and everything. So so the families have known of each other and been friends for a long time, but we didn't know each other. So, so they must yeah. have been so <laughs> delighted when you got together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now what is it that brought you to gingerbread? It's such an unusual <laughs> hobby. It, the first Christmas when we were dating, I just made a suggestion for something for us to work on. And we both like doing creative things and projects and Jessica went to school for painting and art. And so she's always been very involved with that. And I wanted to, um, I said, you know, let's, let's make a little gingerbread house. Um, that was the first year, first Christmas season. Yeah. So we made a little barn with barnyard animals and everything. And kind of, we've done it every single year since, and they've only gotten more elaborate, elaborate and (laughs) bigger and, Eventually, we, we found ourselves into a competition, so we've really pushed our, our limits now. But, yeah, that's how it started. We kind of had just an idea to to do what we used to do as kids. You know, I yeah. used to make little gingerbread houses he, yeah, when we were he younger. Yeah, he used to so. do it. He used to, when he, even when he was little, his mom talks about, you know, being like a kid who all the other kids would just be like, yeah, yeah, and they slap it together. But he would, like, sit there and do a whole blueprint pattern, the whole thing. And, um, and so he always did that. I never had the patience for the structural part. I just wanted to decorate it. So we've been able to really, uh, dive into those two strong points. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like you're the perfect match because you said Jessica (laughs) has a degree and talents with art and painting. And I understand from your mother who called me to tell me about this, (laughs) Kevin, that you're an engineer. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, I went to Syracuse for mechanical engineering and And I work, work in that field currently. So, 
Um, yeah, we have a we have a good match together. Yeah. With, uh, well, some of these structures look engineered, and even though I yeah. love <laughs> I love a podcast because it's portable and people can listen. This is one time I wish we also yeah. had visuals, and we'll certainly run in the paper a picture. But I'm just going to now look at some of these amazing creations mm-hmm. and get you to tell me about them. Um, the one I'm going to start with is because Pam Klarsfeld told me <laughs> that you were proposed to Jessica on the Brooklyn Bridge. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd love to hear about that proposal. Kevin, what made you decide on that for the place? <laughs> well, well, first of all, he chose the coldest day of that winter possible and i was like why are we going for a walk right now (laughs) (laughs) i was i was living in brooklyn so i lived in brooklyn for about 10 years before we moved up here um so uh jess was down visiting me and it was it was valentine's day weekend but i didn't want to do it on valentine's day so i did it the day before it was a beautiful day cold very cold maybe five degrees outside but (laughs) clear day like oh let's go to the brooklyn bridge we've never walked over it before so we uh and he was correct one of the (laughs) excuses he had was that well there will be less people on it because it's so cold (laughs) it was true there was one other person Wow. So I just think that's so romantic. And then you later created this massive, I don't think you can call it a gingerbread house, of gingerbread structure of the Brooklyn Bridge. And um, just tell us about how you went about, I guess engineering skills would come into play, how you went about, what what are the dimensions of that sculpture? Well, uh, so also originally we would kind of take inspiration for each year's gingerbread idea uh, of something that happened over the course of the year. Um, so that's originally kind of what we did. And um, so when we first started dating, we did the barn. We had been doing a bunch of things. Uh, we had gone to like Indian ladder farms and stuff and done like some apple stuff there. And uh, we were chickens for Halloween that year. And so we decided <laughs> then we should definitely do a barn. So then fast forward to when we got engaged on the Brooklyn Bridge, that was the big event we decided to do for that year um, for in Gingerbread. And um, so this actually, it came up to Altamont from our house um, in two uh, different pieces in the two towers. And so the each tower is all gingerbread. And um, it's about four foot wide by two foot, I think. Yeah, I think it's four foot wide. And then the towers are each about two feet tall. Um, Yeah, we started, this was a big structural learning year. So we (laughs) started learning about reinforcement of gingerbread and different recipes of gingerbread that worked. We actually were having some near disasters on our recipe, had to change midway. we it's now actually, use a uh, construction gingerbread. Yeah. Molasses <laughs> molasses is actually not a good ingredient for structural gingerbread as it makes it softer. So corn syrup is the way to go. And uh, once we got that figured out and weren't getting drooping pieces, um, uh, we were able to kind of get it. So, yeah, we kind of built out the lower platforms and then built the ones on top. And then the, the bridge whole, across yeah. was uh that's all sugar. It was fun. We we decided that I needed to do that and poured sugar. So 
Um, <laughs> took a few tries, but we did get it and uh, kind of tried to lay it out so it would self-support itself, which eventually we were able to get it yeah. to, uh, to do it. So that was a, a pretty big feat trying to get all that to work. So yeah, uh, it's just amazing. <laughs> and you could you could look through each of the archways and look down yeah. uh, the tunnel of each of them too. So and yeah, the just, tunnel's just beautiful, and it's yeah, the, the, it's all covered with. Um, I'm trying to find that picture to get up. It's all covered with snow. Oh, I think it's image five. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it's you can look beautiful. straight down through the uh, through the sugar bridge area and everything too. Yeah, and, and the so details also- are just amazing. Like it looks like a lantern yeah. that's hanging. That's maybe a gumdrop. Yeah, it's a gumdrop, like kissing ball type thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is actually still when we were um, using some like bought candy pieces. We now make all of our own pieces. Oh my god! Uh, so we don't really buy much of this stuff anymore to use in it. <laughs> Well, how long does it take, like, if you counted each of your hours for the <laughs> entire creation, what, how, how many weeks would it be? Well, we start in October. Yeah, <laughs> for our competitions now, we start in October, try and start as early as we can. And um, <laughs> most of the beginning stuff is me just making dough, baking out pieces, getting the designs all ready. And then really November is when it hits. And it's go time. Um, Jessica's working um, a lot. <laughs> and usually when I get off work, I'm back on it. So we were putting in, you know, you know hundreds of hours yeah. probably by the end of it to uh, to get it where we wanted, especially for the the competition ones with uh, we're trying to be as is. Yeah. Perfect as possible. <laughs> well, you certainly can preserve it in pictures, but what's it like when, I mean, it can't last forever, right? So what happens when... Oh, uh, yeah. We, we try, well, we, we... We've had some disasters in that front as well. Yeah, so actually the first one we made, we tried to dispose of it, and the my parents dogs actually have found their way to it and out in the woods the deer were supposed to eat it instead the dogs actually ate so, it did not go well so they oh. got some uh that was a large spent, large expensive vet, vet bills to take care oh. of the puppies for a couple oh. nights they uh oh, had some tummy no. tr- issues from eating all that sugar so after that we decided that there needed to be a new way to dispose of this and um my dad thought that it should go down in ceremony after all the work we put into it so um, we uh, shoot it with BB guns and air <laughs> rifles, pellet yeah. guns. So there's a little bit of a fabric where we invite people over to come look at it. Get, you know, our friends bring their kids and everybody We allow gets, the kids to touch it. Yeah, everybody gets to look at it. The kids can touch it at that point. And then but what would happen little, if the kids ate it? Couldn't they? Not so much. Uh, <laughs> at that point, you it's could, been, You don't want to. It's been no. sitting around for so long. I, I see. It's I past see. its point of wanting to be eaten anymore. Yeah. So, uh, and also, one year in our old house, uh, we did have mice get to it. Uh, <laughs> so we were like, definitely no one should eat it this year. We still It still entered and won a competition, but it did have some mice teeth marks in it. <laughs> so you so, have but, this grand shootout of the yes. gingerbread structure. That sounds like um, kind of a fun way yeah, to do it. Fun. It goes down in glory, and yeah. it's not really... There's not. There's only so long it's going to last. It starts degrading. Yeah, the sugar, the sh- the sugar really down. does start to break yeah. down. So, 
Well, yeah, just to walk through some of the other years, I just if you could describe <laughs> them. These are not in order. They're just how they came no. up. You have in 2019, it's called the SS Fezwig. 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 Like from uh, A Christmas Carol. Yeah, Dickens. I, as I say, yes. I think you're literary. You have so many <laughs> references that are, um, you know, so tied to books. competitions, we realized we needed to uh, start making our um, uh, subjects be a little bit more mass appealed uh, to everybody. Um, so we started kind of going with more Christmas themed things. So this one was... Um, um, we decided to do the Christmas Carol characters, but on a steamboat. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to really, I really wanted to make a boat, particularly a steamboat, so I could do a bunch of piping and different things in it. And it's kind of like inspired by like um, uh, I can't remember the author, but the like how things work books where they have the big cross sections of different things. So. The other side of this picture is just like a regular looking outside of a boat. And then this side is cut away so you can see inside and that lets us do all the little details and everyone can see inside each room and we can do all kinds of little fun stuff with gum paste to make little details and stuff. So it's just amazing. Our, They're one, this two, is the three, our, four our stories, yeah. all just separate yeah. little vignettes. Each one yeah. is complete until itself. It's just amazing. You've yeah. got Scrooge up at the top looking Scrooge like and it's yeah. So we just took all the Christmas Carol characters and we plugged them onto a old steamboat and uh, from kind of what it would be in Victorian times and uh yeah uh, it fits the Dickens together. era it's so. just amazing so I'm moving on to another one um and this is a lighthouse oh, yeah. <clears throat> it looks like a New England scene yeah. maybe yeah. <clears throat> so uh, tell us about this one this is our first year we did the, the competition the, the Hudson Valley gingerbread competition. Um, this is based off of, cause we vacationed up in Acadia national park in Maine. And this is the Bass Harbor lighthouse, lighthouse that is in Acadia park. Um, it's kind of like a famous little lighthouse that everyone goes and sees up there. And, um, this is the one that mice ate a little bit of it. So, but, uh, this, <laughs> yeah, but this is our first, first year we did the competition. Um, and this was kind of our, Foray into, foray into like uh, really getting diving into the darker side. <laughs> <laughs> really, really getting into it and new techniques and all kinds of different things. Well, what's so. amazing about this for people that aren't looking at it and um, is the lighthouse and lightkeeper's house look as you'd expect, like this perfect, pristine New England scene with light mm -hmm. seeming to be coming out of the lighthouse. But then underneath it all, as big as what you see on top, is beneath the earth. And it has this kind of hobbit feel, you yeah. know, <laughs> with these like little caves and Christmas trees on mounds of snow. Yeah. And just your imaginations are so rich i can't imagine do you sketch all this out first and then draw plans yes. i do a lot of drawing sketching and then i i build a little half scale model out of cardboard for each one and and then that's where i kind of start taking making patterns for what the yeah. structure is going to be and then we just start going with it it's and like this thing is built up with 
with all kinds of layers, layers of gingerbread, gingerbread and then we're covering it up with icing and airbrushing it with food coloring and then we're creating that platform and then we're building like you would a normal gingerbread house on top of all of that so. yeah well um You've mentioned several times the competition. Tell us how you've done in the competitions over the years and <laughs> what, like what, it's at the Mohonk House, is that right? Tell us a little yeah, about yes. what, the Mohonk what, Mountain House. what that is like. So I think 2016, no, was, this was, yeah, first 2016 is when they started their yeah. competition and they kind of molded it around the national gingerbread competition, which happens down in Asheville. Um, and they we we didn't know about it the first year so we'd been making gingerbread for a few years and we're like well we'd like to find a competition because we spend all this time doing it so we we found this competition and it, you know mohonk is in new Paltz. it's about 45 minutes away from, from us we so live, yeah. like well that's good um so this was our first entry in it and we they were doing first second third viewer's choice um, and kind of like the first place and viewer's choice for like the top prizes. So we actually won viewer's choice this year um, in 2017 with the Lighthouse. Wow. Well, congratulations. I just think it's amazing. I'm going to move on. Our time is going so fast and I want to get some of these other ones to have you yeah. tell me about. Oh, this one I just love. Um, this was last year. Right down to the expressions on the faces of the carolers, <laughs> you can just see how they're feeling. So tell us, tell us what what this is. What are we looking at? So last year, uh, because of COVID, uh, Mohonk couldn't do the big um, gingerbread um, competition that they usually do, where they invite people to come in, to the community to come in and everything, and see the gingerbread. So they ended up deciding to do it. Uh, by invite and so they invited us um, they invited like eight to ten people um, to take part in it and then they posted videos of each one online that people could then vote online um, for them so this one was what we did last year for that and um, they did um, ask us to stay within the theme of um, uh, Victorian, Victorian uh, time so we thought we, we wanted to do it kind of like um, a 2D-ish, um, like, Christmas card, a Victorian Christmas card type thing. Um, so this is how we ended up doing this. So this, um, yeah, when we did the whole kind of village, and it's, it's kind of, like, stacked a little bit like theater um, – like background pieces. Yeah, that's what I love. There's a scene painted on the background of mountains and it comes in layers right towards yeah. you. Yeah. And you yeah. feel like you're right there by the time you get down to the carolers in the front. And just the details again, like what are the roof slates made out of the <laughs> shingles on the roof? They're each one distinct and the, they're different on each of the houses. So those are all gum paste. Um, so what doing the um, competition? There's some different rules. One of them being that there has to be use. I think it's usually 25% exposed gingerbread. So on the front of this, you see um, a lot of gum paste, but on the back, it's all fully exposed gingerbread. Um, so on the back, if you were to look, it just looks like uh, blank uh, cookies almost on the back. Hmm. Hmm. So the fronts are all decorated, um, but. Yeah, you can get with the gum paste, it's um, 
you can do a lot of detail work with um, X-Acto knives of slicing each shing shingle and shaping each thing and um, doing all those uh, little tiny details. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like fondant. It's a little different than fondant. It's stiffer. It gets harder, and you're able to kind of do whatever you want. You can dye it. We dye them. It basically comes in buckets of white, and you can dye it any color, and then... Um, yeah, we can yeah, just cut it I, I mean, just much the, any shape and just go crazy with the details. level of detail. Like the shingles we've just had described, then the chimneys are actual bricks, and then the Victorian trim, and then on the tippy top look like little elves. Yeah, <laughs> our top little of gnomes. <laughs> little gnomes. Have, yeah. We always have gnomes. We almost didn't have gnomes this year, and then one of my cousins was like, I love the gnomes. So I was like, we have to put in gnomes. <laughs> okay, now we need to find this years before we run out of time and it's got such a clever name i just hope i'm looking oh, yeah. on no, the right one yes so tell yeah. us about <laughs> tell us about this one uh, so this year we went to um uh, yellowstone national park with um kevin's parents and there was all these like very unique um campers that people would um take to camp in within the park and um, so that's a little bit where our idea stems from of how uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus would uh, go on vacation after Christmas and is that they would uh, have a uh, small cabin that would go on top of a polar bear that they'd then ride around the country in. I love the polar bear. The polar bear <laughs> is my favorite thing. He's massive. And just yeah. <laughs> he's he weighs over 11 pounds. Wow. And the way he's dressed. Tell us about creating the polar bear. He is. I mean, he, he's all gingerbread. So he's basically we, we start stacking layers of gingerbread and with icing and then that hardens and then we we form it out with little Dremel tools and start making the full shape of him. Um, and we then use some different materials. We use something called ginger clay, which is something we make just out of ground gingerbread pieces. So it, it kind of makes like a Play-Doh. Yeah, for the competition, it still counts as, um, exposed. as as exposed gingerbread because it's ground up gingerbread with then um, just an additive to make it um, be like clay. Um, so then it dries and it's just, you know, it, smells like gingerbread it's just like gingerbread but it's malleable yeah so and he's just shaped and we we jessica dremels out his little fur details and he's painted with he's dyed white and we also use an airbrush to paint him and then yeah he's got his little uh riding blankets and headpiece <laughs> that are made out of that's you know little gum paste, paste and icing and, and, and yeah. little golden it looks like things. a laplander's outfit it's yes. just wonderful <laughs> and then the trees they look like sequoias these big tall <laughs> pine trees how those can't possibly be made out of gingerbread can they yeah it's first it's rice krispies treat and then ginger clay around the rice krispies treat and then um kevin and my dad spent an entire saturday for every i had made all those branches previously it's gum paste and then frosting as the needles. And so all of that stuff was hard. And they would take, they had to drill a hole, 
take tweezers and icing and then insert each branch into the trunk as it went up. And they spent an entire Saturday doing that. I can believe it. We were, we thought we were running out of time. So my dad drove down to help us one Saturday. (laughs) That's so great. Well, and then I just love the way Santa Claus is fly fishing and (laughs) that stream. Is that edible? What is the blue? It's, it's, Poured with um, isomol, which is beet sugar. It's based off of beet. It's from made from beet sugar, and it's just you. It's kind of um, uh, it comes in like a crystal, and you just melt it down, and you get it to a certain temperature, and at about two hundred eighty degrees when it's hot, you, you pour it in and have a little form around it, so it stays in, and it's kind of formed up against the gingerbread base, and then it hardens up pretty well, and and it's very clear, so. Uh, But they did, so, but one of the things this year is that they're having a category of decorated base, Um, so uh, before we did the pouring, I just painted the stream in regular paint, and then we um, put Santa and the rocks and stuff are all edible, um, and then put the beet sugar over the painting. It's just beautiful. And Rudolph is there also dressed in his <laughs> Lapland yes. clothes. And Mrs. Claus is there kind of in an overall outfit. Yeah, which, camping outfits. Yeah, just nice to see, you know, the two clauses, not the way we usually look at them. And the yeah. name of it, Winnebago, is just, who thought of that? Which one of you thought of that? That was Kevin. That's, that's me. Oh, I usually get... I'm usually the conceptual of the... He's the naming guy, yeah. Yeah, so you like puns. You're somebody who... Yes, well, we're both big into puns, but yeah. Yeah. More on the tip of his tongue. Well, let... If you could just tell where people... If they're not going to Mohonk House, where they could Mm -hmm. see these, you have something online where people could look at them. So if you go to Mohonk's website, honestly, if you just... Google Mohonk and Gingerbread. It's the first link, and it's their um, it's their page for the Gingerbread competition. And they have the eight other competitor pictures there. And then you can they've got a link for you to vote through their website um, on on which one you'd like to vote for. Um, I and think there's the win- all the different categories too yeah, so, to vote for. So that's but that's the easiest way to do it. Just go. It's it's all through their website. So um, uh, it's under their events. But yeah, if you just Google. Mohonk and gingerbread. It's the first link, and it'll bring you right to the voting page, and um, you can take a look at them. And they are supposed to have they they've got um, one picture up now, which we've been waiting. But by tomorrow, I believe they should have a videos. nice video up of all the entries, so you can go in and look at all all the uh, eight entries that they selected for judging. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, One of the other competitors, when we were dropping off, he, he was looking at ours. He's just like, geez, he's like, I keep thinking I'm upping my game and then all of you guys up your game. And <laughs> so we all just keep getting better all together. <laughs> so do you know some of the other competitors? Do at you- this point, we do. We've become friendly with a bunch of them. And it's nice to every year we check in with them. And it, I mean, and it's always amazing to see what the other competitors have done. And, um, and it's nice because it's a really nice friendly competition that's that's a remarkable thing these days to have a friendly competition yeah (laughs) i admire that part of it almost as much as your artistry oh thank you Um, so do either or both of you have any closing thoughts to leave our listeners with um 
My closing thoughts are that I think that the Winnebago is a very good choice to vote for <laughs> the uh, viewer's choice competition. And um, anybody who's looking to try their hand at gingerbread, um, I always suggest that you know it's not that hard to come up with your own little patterns and instead of buying the one out of the box, it's, or it's even, a little more fun to, uh, yeah. to come up with your own ideas. Even if you do get the one out of the box, you should at least make your own icing. Um, so I've also told a bunch of our friends um, who are trying to do it with their kids and it's not going well. I'm like, the biggest problem is that icing. I don't understand how that icing can at all hold anything together. So, so make, make your, your own, own royal, icing. Yeah, <laughs> make your own royal icing. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, too, wondered, did you, either of you get involved as you were doing this over these many years, looking at the history of gingerbread? Because I, I, if you had anything on that, it would be nice to share, too. I didn't know it's so associated with Christmas. And yeah, yeah, I think, I can't remember where we're watching. There was something, but, because we're looking at old molds that they used to use, because they oh, used to yeah. do gingerbread way back in, like, 1800s or even before that, and they would make it into these really elaborate molds that I think the molds are even, like, for made out of, like, gold and for royalty, because I think oh, wow. ginger may not have been something that was uh, very common in Affordable. European yeah. uh, areas. So they would have these super elaborate molds and, and they would give, they would, they would press the gingerbread into these molds and bake it that way. And they would give those as a gift at holiday times. I remember being watching that. something about yeah, yeah. History of gingerbread. But yeah, we that, watch anything on TV about gingerbread. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And is it something that you ever eat, or is it just an art form for you? I think at this point, it's mostly just an uh, art. Yeah, form I for get us. so sick of it that I'm like, I'm not interested in eating it. Even our dog doesn't have any interest in eating it. It's the one dog ever that doesn't want to eat gingerbread because he doesn't like that our attention is not on him for oh, two months. <laughs> Yes, I can see. A dog needs attention. Milton, yeah. needs, Milton needs at least to have been slipped little pieces of gingerbread or pats on the head. Well, I cannot thank you both enough. I consider this a love story as well as a gingerbread story. Just the way the two of you work in harmony on these projects. I just, I think it's, that in itself well, is a you. Christmas gift. So thank you so much. And um, I wish you the best. Not that you need any luck at this show, oh, but um, I will tune in myself to see. Uh, thank thank you. you. Yes, they should thank be you. announcing uh, the prizes on the December 28th, I believe. 